Hello, beautiful people of Earth. Welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Groceries, your weekly delivery of food for thought, food for heart, and food for your soul. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'd also like to quickly mention that The Weekly Groceries is actually on uh, Spotify podcasts and Apple podcasts as well. I have a link down below if you want to start listening to this more as a podcast style with the audio. But for those of you joining me for this video, welcome and thanks for being here. Let us pour you a nice hot drink uh, whilst I update you on what has been happening uh, in this week, things that I want to talk about. And actually, I'm going to try out something a little bit different. We're going to be doing something quite interactive uh, together, if you would like to join me doing that, which is a fire burning ritual. I've got here uh, and as you can see, telling by the background, we're currently sat in the middle of this field that I used to film in about a year ago. Because um, I'm currently in my hometown. I'm about to... Well, there's a lot of changes. There's a lot of changes happening. My parents are about to move out to the Philippines, so I'm currently living with them um, just for a little bit. And my sister has moved down south, so... I'm not living with her anymore and basically I'm going to be homeless <laughs> in June which is very exciting and you know why I'm excited is because life always teaches us to let go of control and to really just etch into us that we have to have deep trust in the things that are unfolding in our lives and it's technically I'm technically not homeless because my parents have built a house in the Philippines, they're finally going out there to live there and just relax out there, which I'm really happy about. Um, but that kind of means that I'm roaming about here, stranded essentially. Um, but the reason that this excites me is because being and having this nomadic lifestyle uh, means that I have to be very adaptable. I have to be very flexible with change and to really trust that whatever risks that I take or even if I don't know where I'm going to be living or I don't know what my next step is that I'm going to be divinely guided along the way as I always have been and as you have always been on your path as well. If you zoom out and see you know the series of events that have unfolded in your life there were definitely times where you were being guided and you didn't even realise it. Like certain things had to take place at different times, different opportunities came into your life, different events triggered things inside of you that showed you how to heal certain parts of yourself. So all of it is truly cosmic. That's why I'm not, I'm not too worried. There's a part of me that's like, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know where I'm going to go and I don't know where I'm going to live, but it's all good. It's all good. You can't really control much in life. I've really learned that. <laughs> As much as we try, we want to, you know, we have this idea in our minds of how we think our life should be and the kind of ideal relationship we're going to be in or the ideal house we're going to live in or whatever. We have all these different kinds of requirements that our mind concocts based on things that we've seen other people doing or things that our family kind of inculcated within us that we should have this kind of job or we should have this kind of life or we should wear these kinds of clothes. And... All of that, my friends, is your conditioning. It's your conditioning around how you think your life should be and who you think you should be, which is in direct contrast to who you actually are right now. So let me pour you this delicious cup of tea in our beautiful little flask from last week. 
I really fucking enjoyed uh, last week's weekly groceries. Like that was not only the longest episode because I was a chatty Cathy that day. Also, my name is Catherine and I really, I've always hated when uh, my, my friend used to call me Cathy. Like he'd always say it in a really annoying voice like Cathy. And I always associate, I'm sorry if anyone out there is called Cathy. This is no hate, no shade to you. This is just a personal preference that I really don't enjoy being called Cathy. I've always kind of associated it with um, Aunt Cathy. And I don't think when I'm older, I want to be known as weird old Aunt Cathy. <laughs> so please don't call me Cathy. You can call me Cat or Catherine. So let's pour you this cup of tea. But yeah, I really enjoyed last week's episode. If you've been enjoying the groceries lately and they've been fresh, ripe and juicy for you, uh, offering you that good ass nourishment, then please like the video and subscribe if you haven't already so you can stick around. Today we have the same beverages we have had last week, which is peppermint tea with shisandra. I'm gonna put the lid on because you know that last week it got cold and no one likes a cold cup of tea. Unless you're psychotic. Joking. No hate, no shades. Anyone called Kathy or people that like to drink cold tea, you know. We're all unique. We all have our own unique preferences. And something that I was actually contemplating uh, whilst thinking about what I want to talk about for this weekly groceries is, hang on, I must drink the tea first. It almost scalded my tongue because it's that hot, but I kind of liked it. Maybe I like the pain. <laughs> oh, guys, there's your drink. Cheers to you. Um, I'm going to drink it as per usual. But what I was contemplating on my way here is this idea of perfectionism and really relinquishing the idea that we need to be perfect because in truth, no one asked us to be perfect. We just kind of imposed that upon ourselves and placed these pressures and really high standards and expectations on ourselves because of perhaps past feelings of not feeling like we measure up or not really feeling like we are adequate just as we are. And I really like that today we're kind of in this environment. I chose to come here. It was kind of like an intuitive decision. I was like, it's really bumpy and rocky and I'm kind of sat on uh, lots of different rocks right now so it's not like a flat smooth surface I'm kind of um, hinging on some crooked rocks but I like that we are here because this is a very grounding energy to be in there's no one really here people walk with their dogs here sometimes but we are literally sitting on earth right now this barren earth that is it might not look the most aesthetically pleasing compared to, you know, beautifully decorated gardens with lots of flowers, which I also do enjoy. But this is just pure, raw, natural, unfiltered earth that we are sitting on right now. Let's just take a moment to really appreciate that. And I feel that we can always learn so much from nature. I always say this, we can learn so much from nature. We see the unruliness of nature the wildness of nature the way that trees can sometimes look very crooked and you know it looks very barren here but there's still life and we don't look at this and only well only the human mind would come along and look at something like this and say oh my god this looks horrible we need to fix this here we need to change this here we need to you know 
make it all prim and proper and make it look like a really nice, neat garden. Only a human mind would come along and scout for that kind of imperfection in something that is actually inherently perfect. Like there's seriously, there is nothing wrong with this. Neither is there anything wrong with you, except from when we internalize that belief that comes into our mind that perhaps something is wrong with us. And that, I feel, is at the core of perfectionism, is this deep inner shame of feeling like there is something inherently wrong with me and therefore I need to try and prove myself by performing well or producing something that is so great or producing something that I know is going to uh, allow me to receive that external validation and that, wow, well done, that you've always wanted to hear. and. Perfectionism is something that I've only really recently become very conscious of um, as an aspect within myself. And we all have this inner perfectionist. We all have this version of ourselves that just wants to do really well. And I'm going to say that there is a productive kind of perfectionism. And there's also the deep shadow to perfectionism. The productive and healthy form of perfectionism, because this is an aspect that lives inside of us, it's not something that we want to, again, kill with fire. It's not like the ego where we want to kill it with fire, get rid of it, it's not in our reality whatsoever. It's not something that we're here to judge, it's here as an archetype that dwells within us that we're just here to become aware of. And a label that we attach to that we're just here to become aware of. And the thing about perfectionism is that it is something that is born out of that deep sense of shame and a feeling of inherent I am not enough just as I am. I am not enough just as I am showing up as my raw, authentic and vulnerable self. And the truth is that there is really nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with this, you know, empty, barren ground of earth. It is our mind that concocts these kinds of stories that tell us certain things about ourselves. So because this is an archetype that lives inside of all of us, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Because if you make yourself feel ashamed of even being a perfectionist, like I previously did, and I was judging myself for having that quality within me, it's time to introduce a real sense of self-acceptance into that part of you and know that the perfectionist within you is actually not something you want to get rid of, but it's actually something that's, that's hurting. It's a part of you that is deeply hurting. It's the part of you that didn't hear when you were younger that you are enough just as you are and that people are going to love you unconditionally regardless of what form you come in or what expression you take or the things that you produce. And if you resonate with not feeling like what you did was enough or not really feeling like people fully gave you that unconditional support that well, no matter what you do, as long as you do your best, like we still love you, you are still lovable just as you are, there's nothing wrong with you, then I want you to know that we want to see your flaws. We want you to show up just as you are. We want to see your authentic rawness. So what I was saying about healthy versus the shadow of perfectionism is that the healthy side, I, I truly feel, is that it's that part in me and in you that wants to do well, that wants to produce something of a good quality. And that's how, you know, these amazing inventions came to fruition in our lives and how great art comes to life is because we had that drive, that motivation, that effort to want to create something 
to a high standard, to a high quality. And there is a part in me that absolutely loves seeing and resonating with things that are of a really high quality, like things that you know they're just made to an extreme degree of, of care and you know wearing clothes that are more luxurious that have kind of been done to perfection i feel like there's a part of us that loves that that loves seeing you know the beautiful feeds on instagram that loves seeing you know a really well pieced together outfit that just looks perfect it's because there's a part of us that resonates with that divinity that expressed version of divinity that wow this is so beautiful this is so well done that it's magnificent uh, and then we have the unhealthy side of perfectionism when our intentions kind of become skewed and we start doing wanting to do well or wanting to do better or wanting to create better from a place of inner lack and we have that side of perfectionism that is kind of being drawn into um, not really wanting to show realness or rawness or show flaws or show weaknesses or show insecurities because there's a part of us that feels like we'll get judged for that so we kind of try and you know hide that part of us or we don't end up creating the things that we want to create for fear that it's not going to measure up to this idea that we have of it in our heads and that is the human side of us so with perfectionism there's the divine side of it the divine aspect of it that yes we want to create things that are amazing we want to do well there's that impetus within us to do well but we have to do it with loving care we have to do it with loving presence and know that there is no true real end form of perfection other than in divine imperfection in itself that's why we can look at nature and feel so resonant with it we can feel so soothed by it we can feel so you know grounded around it is because it's inherently imperfect but by intelligent design it's also perfect and the same the very same thing applies to you and then on the other side we have the humanness of perfectionism and knowing that actually you know we are here to experience being human and that means we admit to our shortcomings we admit to our flaws we admit to those more unsavory uh, unlikable parts of ourselves knowing that these things, they make up the totality of who we are. We are only human, and so we must forgive ourselves. We must forgive ourselves for our humanness and know that it's okay. Because like when I when I see, for example, so hold on, I just want to take a sip of my tea. Oh, it must be cold today. It must be cold today because my tea's already got a bit cold. But for example, when I see other people just showing up as they are maybe they haven't you know they don't present themselves they haven't pre presented themselves like all perfect and manicured and stuff or I see people sharing their more vulnerable darker side and you know sharing the more real intimate aspects of themselves or doing things that other people might perceive as being really cringy I find that incredibly endearing like when someone when I see someone like a celebrity like someone that comes to mind is Aurora who's a singer I've always found her very inspirational because she's such a quirky and strange, strange character. And she can sometimes be, you know, cute and awkward. But I find that so endearing because it just goes to show that you don't have to be confident all of the time. You don't have to be happy all of the time. She's very real sharing more of, you know, the darker 
uh, shadowy parts of herself, or the more sad parts of herself. And I think that is so, it's so beautiful and it's so needed. And I really recently realized that there is a, there was quite a strong pride, strong feeling of pride within me, uh, kind of like a spiritual ego pride that, you know, oh, um, I, I didn't really want to recognize the perfectionist within me. I just kind of didn't want to look at that part of me for fear that if I admitted that I had these self judgments, then it would make me less of a confident person. And so I kind of had this persona of trying to present myself as being totally confident all the time, especially when it came to, you know, and w with my YouTube channel, it's really helped me so, so much to be expressing myself in this way and to be sharing more of myself and sharing more of where I'm at on my journey and just being really fucking honest with you about where I'm at because that was something that previously I was really uncomfortable with doing. Like, I would never really even talk to my friends about how I really felt inside and the things that I felt insecure about, especially when it came to my romantic experiences. I always carried this deep sense of, there's something wrong with me. Like, there's this deep shame lingering here that I, I can't do relationships right, I can't attract um, love into my life, that I must be doing something wrong to push people away, or just feeling really self-conscious that I was being too needy. And I really started to become more aware of these tendencies inside of myself and what was holding me back from releasing those things is a deep inner feeling of shame that this is something that I have to hide away from the world this is something that I don't want other people to know about me I don't want other people to know that I'm feeling insecure and I think it's it's really key if, if you feel that and I've noticed it in some of my clients as well that sometimes we're very reluctant to share things about ourselves we're very reluctant to open up for fear that if we say we're feeling sad or we say we're feeling insecure or we say we're feeling kind of weak at this time or disempowered or that, they, that we're feeling this kind of shame, then that must compound on top of our feeling of shame and mean that there's something even more wrong with us, which could be no further from the truth. So just know that we want to see, we, well, I, I very much at least want to see you show up with all of your flaws and your more authentic self, knowing that, you know, it's very unlikely that during this lifetime we are going to attain a completely enlightened, 100% totally aware, totally confident, totally happy state of mind because we are here to live the human experience. Like when we cross over to the other side and we commute, commune with God and we become one with God, that's when we'll start to experience perfection. That's when we'll start to experience this divine bliss, I, I believe. But whilst we're still here in this 3D world, experiencing these little avatars, it's totally okay to make mistakes. It's totally okay to, uh, to not be showing up as present presentable all the time. And something that I just really want to talk about really quickly, because this made me laugh. <laughs> this made me laugh when I was walking. I was walking along this path, thinking about what, what I want to talk about the weekly groceries just reflecting on some stuff because I really honestly didn't know what I wanted to discuss in this episode but this dude right this dude on a bicycle cycles past me and his bum crack is like totally on show and it made me laugh because I was just like I have so much fucking respect for you right now that your bum crack is hanging out and you probably know it and you're like totally okay with that <laughs> like I just had so much respect for that it made me so happy that this dude was just like, yeah, 
my bum cracks out. What are you gonna do about it? Like, I'm okay showing up as this version of myself. Are you okay with it? And I, cause like most of us, I'm gonna ask you right now, like if I told you you're in public and your bum crack is hanging out, you're probably gonna be like, oh my God, I need to pull up my, I need to pull up my trousers. No one, no one could ever see my bum crack. That's so, oh my God, people are gonna think I'm weird. People are gonna judge me. People are gonna think that's so gross. And you'll feel this kind of self-consciousness come on, right? And the fact that this dude was just showing up as this version of himself, the raw, the real, the vulnerable. I just thought that was fucking amazing. Like, I really admire that. I really respect that. Not that I'm gonna go and show you my bum crack right now. Not that I think you should go out and flaunt your bum crack <laughs> unless you really want to. But what that kind of indicated to me, oh wow, sorry, the sun's coming out. The sun's coming out and the blue sky is coming out. It was really great before. Um, but what that really reflected to me was just the fact that you know we don't have to be presenting this version of ourselves that we think the world wants to see all the time like we don't have to look conventionally attractive all the time we don't have to show up as always being happy and you know bright and confident 100% of the time and to place that kind of expectation on yourself I really realized is so is so unrealistic and that's not really what you came here to do you came here to be present and that's what the spiritual journey is it's it's being present with yourself and what you're experiencing at every step of the way and that includes you know the more self-conscious parts of you that includes the parts of you that you really want to reject because you don't want other people to know about them so right now i would really love for you to just meditate and contemplate on what is something that you are have been ashamed of what is something that you have really felt like other people are gonna judge me if they find this out about me or if they know that I'm insecure about this? And I want you to fully claim that right now, fully own that right now, and comment down below what this is to eradicate and dissolve some of the shame that you're carrying around it. Because shame grows in the dark. Shame grows because it's kind of like this inherent feeling of, I don't want anyone to know that I feel like I'm inadequate, I don't want other people to know that there's something wrong with me, like other people are gonna reject me because I reject myself. It's this kind of lingering feeling of just like wanting to close down and not really let anyone else see the full, true, unfiltered version of yourself. Because the thing we fear and the thing that the inner perfectionist fears is what if I show up as my real, raw, authentic self just expressing myself however I want, dressing however I want, being whoever I am, even if that includes my shortcomings, even if that includes me making mistakes or creating things and feeling, oh my God, I've just lost my train of thought. What was I gonna say? The thing is, this is where, this is where, for example, my inner former perfectionist would crop up when I'm making videos is whenever I kind of lose my train of thought, um, I would just want to be like, no, I must stop the video and I must re-record the video because it must be, it must be done to this high standard that I have in my head. But because we kind of, it's a practice of really rolling, rolling with whatever, whatever's happening, being present with whatever's happening and reaffirming to myself that no one really asked for me to be perfect. Um, but I've completely forgotten what I was saying. I think I was asking you to comment down below something that you want to claim and actually, yes, I was talking about how shame, we don't want other people to know about it. It's something that we feel like we have to kind of keep closed inside of our hearts. And it's a really dense, 
it's a very dense feeling and it's a very strong burden to be carrying that around yourself and around your heart really because we fear yes that's it we fear that if we show the real raw unfiltered version of ourselves that perhaps that might be met with rejection or perhaps that might be met with some sort of that's not good enough like there's something wrong with you or wow look at that this person they're so embarrassing oh my god i'm sorry wow the sun's coming out i didn't even know it was going to be sunny today oh isn't that just a cosmic message <laughs> from from the heavens and oops i need to tap there make sure the lighting oh it looks like i'm in egypt again <laughs> we're actually in egypt i was lying we're not in england we're in egypt oh this is really reminding me you know these sandy colors and I could just imagine a camel walking by. It's not quite the same temperature uh, as Egypt was, but I'm really enjoying this. Oh, thank you so much, Sunshine, for coming out to play today. Isn't that lovely? Um, but that's kind of like, yeah, I want to talk about that right now. That's kind of like the sun as being resemblant of our inner radiance, our inner brilliance that is always there. You're like, the sun is always shining. Your value is always there behind the clouds behind the distortions the stories you tell yourself the beliefs that you've accumulated throughout your life of i'm not good enough or i'm not pretty enough or whatever it is for you behind those clouds the sun is always there it's always there always shining this is an indisputable truth and therefore the same thing applies to you that's why we can learn so much from nature this is what it teaches us guys so many core truths hidden within our world and within the natural world but truly you know the clouds the clouds are kind of resemblant of you know the conditioning it's the beliefs like and the labels even of i'm a i'm a perfectionist or i'm not worthy or i'm not attractive or i'm not clever it's all of these dense kind of thought forms that kind of resemble the clouds there's nothing inherently wrong with the clouds it's just that they obfuscate the truth of the sunshine coming through and perfectionism really stops you from accessing and knowing and feeling into your own inner brilliance knowing that you know the totality of who you are with perhaps the things that you think you fucked up at or the things that you perhaps don't like about yourself you know the totality of who you are is still lovable just as you are and as you're commenting down below and sharing something that you feel like you are just ready to really release some shame around and know that this is a safe space no one really is judging you as much as you're judging yourself like if you find that you're hesitant or reluctant to share with us what it is that you are ashamed of and something that like an insecurity that you want to let go of i want you to fully claim that fully claim that and state in the comments i am so ready to let this go and we're going to amplify that energy right now of really letting go by doing a fire ritual together. And I'm going to share because, as I mentioned, you know, sharing on my YouTube has been really helpful in dissolving that fear of judgment around, you know, um, what other people might think. Because I'm allowing myself more and more the more I do this to share myself unfiltered and without an apology and let go of some of that pride that came with um, sharing the more unsavory or what I thought to be unsavory parts of myself. Um, because I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo. My sign, what sign are you? Let me know in the comments what sign you are. Um, I'm a Leo sun sign, um, which is why I 
fucking love the sun. I just love, you know, that warm, bright energy. I love being in a hot climate. I feel like that's where I'm meant to be. Um, but a lot of pride comes with being a Leo. Like, I feel like in my life, um, especially the people I used to be friends with, like, I think they would always see me as someone that was really confident all the time and really had things together and was, you know, uh, quite a driven person. But there was a part of me that was is also very sensitive, very sensitive and part of me that definitely does feel insecure. Um, but I'm really learning to love those parts of me as well. That's what I really encourage and I hope to propagate on this channel is a real sense of total self-acceptance. And we have to become very aware and conscious of the different conditions that we place on ourselves, what it means for us to accept who we are right now as we are. Like no matter where you are on your journey, there's always gonna be something to work on. There's always gonna be something to heal. There's always gonna be different energies that are prevalent that are hindering you from you know, being the most expansive version of yourself. That's the game of life. That's why we came here. But we have to really layer some more of that energy of surrender and total acceptance onto parts of ourselves that we have been rejecting for so long and knowing that even when you're feeling down even when you are feeling not that confident even when you do start experiencing feelings like shame that you make that commitment to yourself to love who you are nonetheless and just become very aware of the different conditions that you place on yourself for you to be okay with who you are right now. Those different conditions look like, you know, in the realms of perfectionism, it looks like, you know, this has to be done the way that I need it to, otherwise it's not good enough. Or feeling like something has to be, you know, completely on point, like a project has to be completely on point, completely finished, to the degree that your mind has created before you can accept yourself. And the reason I talk about this actually is because last night, last night I decided to record a moon mix and I've not DJed properly and recorded a moon mix for a few months now. Like the last one was when I was in Mexico, so it's quite a long time now. Um, and I notice it's, it's something that really comes up for me when I'm DJing. Um, I really notice that my perfectionism comes out like and I've started to see it as not something that I judge but something that you know it's just here I have to be present with it I have to observe you know this performance anxiety that arises within me whenever I'm about to record a moon mix or I'm about to create something and really not equate my creations with who I am and not create not um, associate the end product with me being worthy or not because that's what happens when we when we when we create from this, this space of wanting things to be perfect is because we start equating our achievements or we start uh, equating our creations with the core of who we are and our inner value believing that if this doesn't go right then that means I'm a failure but it's just like that's so silly that's so silly to be thinking that and so before when I would judge my inner perfectionist coming out and kind of feel more self-conscious about that it's just something that I'm just really observing and that's the key always it's just observing oh wow here she is the little inner perfectionist within me coming out to play and wanting you know wanting this to go right and if you're just 
actually wants your acceptance right now. It wants your acceptance. Not when the product is done, not when the thing is finished, but right now. It wants to hear that I love you just as you are right now. Like, it's okay. No matter what happens, it's okay. Just do your best. Do your best. I still love you unconditionally. That's what total self-acceptance looks like. It means, you know, you you accept yourself unconditionally, whether you think things, you made things uh, perfectly or not, whether you think you're showing up perfectly or not, whether your Instagram feed looks perfect or not, whether you walk out the door looking perfect or not, you still accept yourself regardless. So, you know, I, in the, in the women's circle as well, actually, we, uh, we spoke, we did a nice little sharing, um, at one point and one of the ladies shared that she felt sometimes self-conscious about having to look presentable when she walks out the door and goes to the shop and always found herself nitpicking at, you know what she's wearing or if she looks like perfect or presentable and the thing about perfectionism is that it's a very broad term we have to really become aware of the ways in which this manifests in our behaviors and know that that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us it's just something that we're observing it doesn't mean we have to attach to it and identify with the label of like, oh my god, I'm a perfectionist and I hate myself for being this way. It's always something that I'm going to work on because, again, that's kind of your ego talking. That's kind of the, again, part of the inner perfectionist talking and criticising. Um, but we just have to become aware that that little inner critic that nitpicks at what you do or never feels like things are good enough, never feels like what you've achieved is, is you know, the, the best. You just have to become aware of that inner critic in your mind. Don't identify with it. It's just a blah 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 mechanism in your head this is what the mind likes to do i always say the mind is very very clever at focusing and nitpicking at what is going wrong like that is that is something that it does all the time that's the nattering that's going on inside of your head it just does this and instead of resisting this instead of wishing this would go away and wishing the the self-judgment would go away instead in order to let it go we just observe that this is not who we are and we don't have to listen to this so you know when i was recording my moon mix yesterday there were certain points where i came out of the flow and i was just like oh my god as i was mixing like some of the transitions they didn't go the way i i wanted to in my head that's why you know the ego can be very controlling as well uh in terms of how it thinks things should be and it's kind of like this it's always having this idea of who we think we should be or what we think something should be that is that is very damaging to always be comparing ourselves to this version of ourselves that we think we should be like we should be looking attractive all the time or we should be always being confident all the time or we should be producing things that are always done to this certain degree of being the best and all these shoulds all of these shoulds they don't allow you to accept who you are right now they don't and that's why we must let go and drop the shoulds and so that example in the women's circle of that lady sharing that was very powerful to me because you know we all have that little part of us in the mind manifesting through thought that just nitpicks all the time and this is the this is the human mind this is the monkey mind this is just something that we really have to be okay with and just observe and not to try to get rid of the thoughts necessarily or try to get rid of the inner critic but integrate it into ourselves so that we're just observing it as this, as this thing floating around it doesn't mean we have to listen to what it's saying it doesn't mean it has any real 
reflection of the tr on the truth of who we actually are. It's just the clouds. It's just the clouds floating around. Sometimes there's big clouds. Sometimes there's very heavy, thunderstormy clouds. And, you know, that kind of translates to the kinds of thoughts that just feel very heavy and very dense and critical. But the thunderstorm will pass. Wishing the thunderstorm is going to go away will not make it go away. That will just create more resistance and more internal suffering because you're creating judgment around what you're experiencing. And that is the core thing that stops us from, from enjoying who we are. Is that, that judgment, that judgment around the, the kinds of thoughts that we're experiencing, the judgment around the kind of emotions that we are feeling. identify as being a perfectionist or why this label's there or why you have these kinds of behaviors or all that is adding onto the story if you start analyzing self-critical thoughts and trying to make them go away and thinking of different ways to make them go away or you know resisting them or trying to analyze why they're there it's because this happened in my past and xyz sometimes that really does just compound onto the story makes the self-critical thoughts bigger and bigger because you're giving them more importance. But what would happen if you would stop giving them so much importance and just see it as, this is a phenomenon that I'm experiencing right now, being human. Like, wow, okay. There's critical thoughts coming in and telling me that this is not good enough. Like, right now there's wind blowing. I know that you're going to be hearing some sort of windy noise uh, through the camera. But I know that what I create is also not meant to be perfect, so it's just something that I'm dealing with right now and I hope you can deal with it as well but what would happen if we really allowed ourselves to relinquish that kind of judgment on ourselves of you know having negative thoughts or having critical thoughts the reason that they affect you so much is because you, you still believe in them what would happen if you stop believing in that voice inside your head that's telling you that what you create or what you bring forth is not enough that aspect of ourselves because it can be very sneaky in the ways that it comes through like I didn't even know that I had that part inside of me because I didn't know what it looked like tangibly but it looks like kind of fear a fear of failure a fear of not wanting to portray yourself in a way where other people could judge you for making mistakes or for doing something that's like not in your mind to a good to a good standard and it's that fear of what if other people think that I'm being really embarrassing right now or I'm embarrassing myself or other people just think that this is shit. It's just the, the natterings, the natterings in the mind, the little voice inside the mind. Just notice it. Don't try and analyse the content of these thoughts. Don't wish you were experiencing something else. Just allow a total sweet surrender. and 
stop clinging on to those sort of self-deprecating thoughts that are preventing you from really shining like the sun and seeing your inner greatness, your inner brilliance. So my friends, let's do this fire ritual. Let us do the fire ritual. Um, so I've gone here, basically I got this idea from Activation Vibration. That's a channel that I really enjoy. I really like Heather. I think she's really awesome. Uh, she actually used to trigger me. Like if any of you know her channel, um, she used to trigger me because I would see her talking about these more esoteric, this was back, this is like two years ago now, when I was first getting started on my spiritual journey. It triggered me to see her so boldly and authentically talking about esoteric concepts. And I kind of thought, oh wow, she's like really, she's really woo woo and, and too, too spiritual. And it just, something, something just really bothered me about her expression. And as I've really healed on my spiritual journey and I, I evolve on my own path, I really started to realize that that was a part of me that I was uh, rejecting about myself. The part of me that is more, is more inclined to talk about more esoteric concepts or really, you know, boldly and authentically express myself for the weird, wacky self that I am. And now I absolutely love her. I think she's freaking great. So that was just something that I wanted to share. But I got this fire ritual from her channel. Um, so the credits go to her for inspiring this. But we're going to do this together right here. Um, what If you want to join in with this, which I really always do encourage you to, you know, be proactive, join in with what we're doing here so that we can actually tangibly do the inner work together. Firstly, I'm going to just pour away my cold tea and give it to the earth. There you go. This cup of tea is for the earth. This cup of tea is for you and you. That rhyme. Oh, yeah. But before we do this, um, part of my experience yesterday with the mood mix ritual was I just felt like there was so much that needed to be released from me. Like I had, sometimes if I don't DJ in a long time, I get this tension in my body of like, I need to, I need to get this right. I need to do this in one take. And you know, the, the pressure starts coming on. But yesterday I just really, I really noticed that. And I observed, you know, no one, no one asked you to be perfect. Just have, have fun, have fun. Let loose, be wild. If you, if you fuck up a transition, it's okay. Like it's all good. We're just still enjoying it. So that's also something for all you creatives out there um, that you know you want to bring forth and manifest your creations into the world. Just be present with the creative process. Like that's that's all that I try to do in my YouTube videos, in whatever I'm creating, even if it's like my OnlyFans content. It's just totally be be present with the creative process. Like I always find that. I enjoy um, my OnlyFans content or I've created something on there and done a photo shoot that just really, I'm really happy with. When I know that I was in my element when taking those photos, when I was just in my body being, you know, sensual and enjoying the experience, that's when I always feel like I, I create the best content is when I'm just being, I'm being present and I'm being okay with, you know, whatever comes up, whatever wants to come out. And the same kind of applies with the, the groceries, like whatever wants to come out, 
it's all good. If you don't like it, it's okay as well. You might like it, you might not, but the, the fact is that we're enjoying ourselves here. We're having fun. We're learning together. We're growing together. And truly, you know, this life is not about things being so perfectly cookie-cuttered out all the time. Like, you don't always have to... I, actually, I remember, I remember something that said, um, think of the most beautiful times in your life and beautiful memories that you have. Were you thinking about what you're wearing at that time? Do you think about, you know, um, the kinds of shoes that you had on in that moment? Not really, you weren't really thinking, you know, when you think of that memory, you think of the happiness that you felt, you think of the presence that you experienced then, you thought of the connection that you experienced in that moment. You weren't thinking about how you're presenting yourself or how you were coming across because you were just purely enjoying the moment. You're purely enjoying the moment. So, let's do this fire ritual. Um, what we've got here is, well, grab your pen and paper and we're going to write out and I'm going to share with you things that we are ready to let go of, things that we're ready to release. I'll also link Activation Vibrations video down below so you can fully see how she did her fire ritual. Um, but yes, I've got a list here of things that I'm just really ready to release. And the thing is, like writing this out helps you to become conscious of any suppressed thoughts or suppressed feelings that you're actually ready to release. And it's great because I can share all of this with you, but at the end of the day, and you can write this stuff out, but at the end of the day, we must also recognize that this is just a story. This is just a concoction of different thoughts. This is just things concocted by the mind and if we want to let go of these things so we can experience a more clear mind a more clear energy then we must really recognize that all of this is really a story all of this is a story about my how I've, how I've experienced my reality so far and really noticing that and becoming aware of that helps us to see that you know beliefs and different feelings only have as much significance as we are giving them in our minds. So I'm going to share with you what I've written down here. Mm. And because I've been, because folks, I've been living with my parents and I will be doing for the next week or so, I still find at this point on my spiritual journey, I still do find it triggering to be around my family for a prolonged period of time. Um, it's just noticing these unhealed reactions within me or things that I still need to work on that they are reflecting back to me through unconsciousness, for example. And it's been a it's been a week. Actually, I haven't really updated you on like what's happened this week, but it's just been a week of, of chaos and calm, like periods of clarity and of feeling like really energetically and creatively inspired. That's why I wanted to do the moon mix. And I feel like my energy has been so high this week, but also my nervous system has been frazzled because I've been experiencing a lot of different different emotions that I, I haven't really experienced for a long time. And that's really why, you know, I feel like it's important to expose yourself to situations that you might actually find triggering because, you know, these are, that's actually gonna help you become more aware that's actually going to help you become more conscious and so even though there are some things that have really made me upset and have, have hurt and caused pain uh, inside of me this week um, I still recognize that you know some of the dysfunction that I witness 
situation with more with more compassion with more acceptance and to really center myself because when you're in environments that can, can be quite triggering um, that is they kind of evoke these unhealed reactions within you or you, they evoke your inner projections of insecurity or, or guilt or whatever these are very necessary for your evolution because they they are teaching you how to come back to your center they are teaching you not to you know just act out your habitual reactions all the time not act on your anger all the time or to bite your tongue sometimes and know when it's best to just reel it in and, and go off to another room and, and stay calm within yourself but okay here's what i'm going to release folks and then we're going to burn it we're going to burn it away <laughs> um okay so these are some things i would love to, to hear what you would like to release as well and if you decide to do the fire ritual to just be safe take precautions you know don't set fire to your house please don't i'm not liable for that um if you do if you do happen to do that um but yeah share with me what you want to be releasing as well um so the first one is i let go of the judgments that i hold towards my family that inhibit me from connecting to the unconditionally loving witness within me and honoring the ways in which they are actually helping me to grow in awareness and remember my consciousness that is really how we start to see that every single situation and experience can actually fuel us if we decide for it to be that way. And you, I encourage you to always take, and I have to remind myself of this as well, to take radical responsibility over your own reality, knowing that you can always choose whether you act on a reaction or not. You can always choose if you dwell on a feeling or not. You can always choose if you're going to cling on to self-deprecation. You can always choose if you're always going to cling on to and listen to the self-critical thoughts. You really are that powerful. You really are a sovereign being and being able to choose how you see certain things in your life. So even though a lot of pain is being purged out of me right now, like there's a lot of things that are coming up for me this week that I am really feeling a deep, deep release of. I know that ultimately this is all, this is all for my benefit. Like no one ever said that the spiritual journey was going to be easy like no one ever promised you that okay if you think it's going to be easy no one no one promised you that that was just something that you thought would be true but you know you can always use and see the silver lining to anything in that it, you, if you choose to see the higher lesson in it it's always going to help you evolve like that is just the truth that you can always tap into at any point i also let go of the shame and self-judgment that has made me feel like what i do or create is not enough and that people will judge me or see me as less than this distortion and the illusion that I am inadequate. I let go. I let go of listening to my mind nitpicking and I let go of the intense pressure placed on myself to always do things right or absolutely perfectly. And I know that as long as I do my best with presence, that is more than enough and I accept myself unconditionally. I also let go of any resentment or anger towards my parents and any blame towards them, believing that they have caused me to have low self-esteem, because this is a distortion. I recognize this is a distortion and it is truly no one's fault. I let go of that story fully so I can step into my power and into self-love. I let go of absorbing any negativity and you can take some inspiration. I'm sharing with these, these with you so you can take inspiration and see if anything resonates with you as something that you want to let go of as well. I let go of absorbing any negativity around me that, or suffering that does not belong to me and is not mine. 
I let go of believing that it, it is my responsibility to take care of other people's feelings or how other people feel. That's how we really also reclaim our sovereignty in life is knowing that you're not responsible for how other people feel and I can most certainly be very highly sensitive to other people's pain um, like to see especially like if I see my family in distress or see someone very close to me in pain like it usually like I, I usually tend to cry if I see other people crying just because I, I know I know how it feels to feel like in that dark in that darkness and to feel that that pain so I find that sometimes I can really absorb that and if that is you as well then just know that you take back your power by understanding that it's not your fault how other people feel it's not your fault how other people decide to react it is not your responsibility to make other people happy and that you can't control you cannot control other people and how they behave you just can't you can't control how they're feeling and it's an illusion to believe that you can and a lot of this episode actually is kind of thinking of the themes of how we're trying to control our lives like I I feel that I'm sorry hang on I just want to admire this really quickly because it's just so beautiful right now so beautiful like there's some yellow flowers over there and because the sunshine is out you know casting light on it onto everything you know this earth just looks so so lovely um and i've just i've just forgotten what i was saying again i'm sorry i'll continue what i was saying um i let go of my resistance around money and fear that i will not have enough or that it won't replenish and multiply quickly i let go of the need to control and save money as a way to feel safe and trust that money will come to me effortlessly and easily in ways that my 3d self cannot currently fathom that's what I was talking about. I was talking about control. A lot of what we're talking about today is about letting go of control and really relinquishing this idea that we must always control every single aspect of our lives. Like right now, I'm really being asked to... The higher lesson in what I'm experiencing right now is to really fully let go of control. And for example, with perfectionism, that comes with trying to control how you're being perceived, trying to control how other people see you, uh, as being you know adequate or as being confident or as being clever or as being xyz whatever you i have this ideal version of yourself in your head as we must really see that it's not up to us to control how other people see us and you know if you make mistakes as i did in my dj set it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that other people see you as, as less than it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you it's really just seeing past all these hazy distortions control in terms of where I'm where I'm going to be living and where I'm going to be going next I don't know <laughs> I don't know I don't know where I'm gonna live I don't know where I'm gonna go I don't know where I'm gonna be all I know is that right now is a time to really deeply trust in the perfect unraveling of life that's what life always will be is inherently in its unraveling in the ways that events unfold that is a sense of perfection I truly believe because if things were meant to be different then they would be but they're not they are as they are right now can we really surrender to this can we really surrender to life's perfection even in the perceived imperfections i.e times when you think that things are going wrong or times when you think these really terrible things are happening in your life you know if we 
zoom out and see the higher perspective, all of it is cosmically perfect. Like I truly do believe that every single step you take and you know every single trade that you get on or whatever and direction you go in is all is all cosmically perfect. It's all a an orchestration of God's perfection. That's why that's why we're here. We're here to enjoy it all. We're here to enjoy this life and all the different rumbles and tumbles that it comes with. Um, continuing on. I let go of holding on to money and any resistance to investing in myself or even in my loved ones. I let go of any conditioned reactions to annoyance, uh, of annoyance, impatience, frustration that keep me from seeing the divinity within those I love. I release blame and any projections I impose, consciously or unconsciously, that take away from my power to love deeply. Uh, I let go of any feelings of victimhood that stop me from feeling like I am the master of myself, for I am no longer a victim. And this is very powerful to not only write these things down, but consciously acknowledge certain thoughts or emotions that you feel and certain stories that you've been holding about yourself. Because it's only you can only let go of something that you're aware of, right? So by writing these out and then recognizing that this is all just a story and we're going to burn this. We're going to burn all this so that it, it's no longer something that's resonant. It's no longer something that I even have to try to let go of because it's already been done. There was nothing to let go of in the first place because it's burnt. There's no real evidence of it ever happening. <laughs> but seriously, burning it and doing this fire ritual and just noticing that this is all distortion. This doesn't have to resonate with me anymore. This is not something that I have to hold on to anymore and feel like I'm constantly working on. It's just something that I'm just empty. Basically, I see it as kind of we're emptying our consciousness right now. We are intentionally emptying it out, seeing what is there, seeing what we've identified with, seeing where we've really created this false sense of me, myself and I and all of my problems, externalizing them so that we can actually witness that you know we've just created an entire personality out of our inner problems and then burning it to return back to the core truth of who we are, which is presence. And we're going to do also a meditation. Once we've gotten through with this fire ritual, because <laughs> I'm taking my sweet time here. Um, I also want to quickly pour myself some more tea. Hold on. Mm. Oh, I've left the tea bag in. No wonder it's no wonder it's so strong. Very minty. Minty to symbolise the freshness that we are inviting into our lives right now. Oh. I love tea. Tea is our friend. Tea is not the enemy. Tea is our lover. Anyways, let's continue. Where were we? And finally, I let go of any negative programs myself for exactly who I am right now. I let go of these mind stories that no longer serve and are presenting, preventing me from my highest expansion and greatness. I let go and release any need to rush or try to control what will happen next, even during intense uncertainty as I'm experiencing right now. I let go of any control or rigidity around what I think I should be doing. And so friends, now that we've externalized the jumbles of the consciousness. That's what I'm going to call it. The jumbles of our consciousness. I claim and I choose not to 
not to attach to any of this anymore. Thing is, and I was doing a really beautiful uh, guided meditation meditation with Muji. Some of you may have heard of him before. I only recently started to um, get into his meditations and really learn more about him. I would like to watch more videos of him actually. Something really resonates um, about him with me. But he was doing a, a sort of emptiness meditation of just emptying yourself, emptying your consciousness. And what we're doing right now is essentially emptying ourselves. We are emptying ourselves of any sort of stories that we've concocted about who we think we are. And as I said earlier, you know, sometimes we can begin, especially on the spiritual, spiritual path, we can sometimes begin to create a whole personality out of our inner problems and the things that we need to heal. But in turn, this just adds on to the, the false identity that we've created of all these different thoughts of who we think we are and the way that we see ourselves and it, it accumulates and that's why I love fire. I love fire because we're, we're, we're burning things away, we're transmuting things, we are purifying through this element and that is something really great that we can honour together right now. So let's burn away, let's burn this away encourage you to do the same as well. So we have a candle here. We have a candle. It's a bit windy. We've just lit our candle. Oh and it's blown out again. <laughs> okay. Also, if there is something that you are reluctant to release or reluctant to do with your life for fear that it's not going to be good enough or fear of failure, just recognise that and see if there's anything that you're kind of procrastinating on and just do it anyway. Do it anyway imperfectly. That's what the kinds of the kind of energy that I was inviting in last night during the moon mix ritual was I'm just going to do this anyway. I'm going to create this anyway, I'm just going to have fun with it anyway and know that my consistent, imperfect action is more than enough, more than enough and that also applies to you as well. Your consistent, imperfect action is more than enough. It's better than sitting and taking no action and not really allowing yourself the space to be who you are and create the things you want to create. So allow yourself, allow yourself that pleasure. Oh no! The wick, the wick is gone. I hope it lights. It's quite windy. Right, whilst we've got this candle flame, I choose to release this, for this to be transmuted. This is no longer something that I have to dwell on or attach to or think about. This is totally being purified and transmuted by this beautiful element. I love you, fire. As a Leo, I do really resonate with the element of fire as well. You know, the, the passion. Oh, it's blown out again. <laughs> okay. Showing the fire. Where to burn it? Burn, baby, burn! Oh no, the candle flame's gone out again. You know, it's so funny because, like, the version of me, like, a year ago, would have really wanted to re-record longer episodes like this that didn't go the way I wanted to in my head 
of you know it's imperfect imperfect things happening like I don't know, the flame goes out and I have to relight the candle loads of times but that's very fitting because my channel is called relight with Catherine we're actually talking about we're not talking about relighting the connection to ourselves we're talking about relighting our candles that's all that's all this channel's about really <laughs> hashtag sarcasm I also kind of like the smell of fiery smoke. Oh, this is kind of getting a bit dangerous. <laughs> God, I hope, I hope I don't burn my fingers off. Mm, look at this, guys. Oh, okay. I've just got hot wax on my finger, but it's okay. I didn't really burn myself. And this is still going. It's still going. Bye-bye. Bye-bye negativity. Bye-bye bad juju. <laughs> Bye-bye all these thoughts that I have about myself. Bye-bye <laughs> any feelings of shame. Bye-bye anything that doesn't serve me. Bye-bye anything that doesn't serve you. Because right now, like, not only am I releasing my, my, my own stuff, the things that I've made personal to me and my experience, but we're also symbolically saying goodbye to anything that you don't want to hold on to anymore so comment it down below what you want to release before this kind of burns out what do you want to release what do you want to add to this burning uh, ceremony come on it's too windy folks <laughs> oh well to kind of cradle it in the can in the candle. One second, guys. Okay, I probably need to put it on the floor now because it's going to burn my fingers. But um, goodbye. What do you want to say goodbye to? What do you want to just totally purify and let go of? Do let us know. Let us know. We are amplifying that right now. We've created that intention together, and it's in the ether now no longer needed to be worried about no longer something that's prevalent in our lives and you know even if for example the thoughts do crop up again or that feeling does crop up again or you face some sort of challenge that does crop up again just know that it's not going to have quite the same effect on you because you've consciously decided today with me to to release the hold that it has on you release the chains that it has on you and not give it so much significance not give it so much importance that's how we start becoming more so the masters of our reality so now that that's burned away um i would like to oh there's ashes in my tea now i'm just gonna pour my tea and give this to the earth thank you earth for facilitating this for us as well and for holding the ashes um i am going to finally pull some tarot cards Oh, I've got hot wax on my on my trousers as well. Oh well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> um, let's do some let's do some tarot cards as well. What would like to? Ooh, hello! That one popped right out. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. I'll show you what it is in a second. I'll just keep the suspense going. Um, but by the time this is out as well, I've actually got a tarot reading coming out for the collective, which kind of speaks about this chaotic energy that we've been going through, um, through the lunar eclipse or the eclipse season. Because there's a lunar eclipse on the 15th of May, which is when 
um, which is what the the moon mix DJ set was for. Um, but you know, just know that if you're feeling some kind of way right now, like a lot of heaviness, a lot of things processed being being processed right now, it's all good. It's all good. We we support you over here. I've got lots of um, I've got the DJ mix coming out for you to listen to, to dance to, to shake off that energy, and also the tarot reading, which should help you give, gain some more clarity and guidance. Don't fly away card. Oh, God. oh, I like that as well. I like that as well. Oh, okay. Spirit be coming through right now. And one final card, please. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh my God. I like all of these. It's very fitting. Very fitting. So first what came out is the Hierophant in reverse. Now the Hierophant speaks of adhering and conforming to traditions, adhering to doing things the way that society says it should be, or doing things according to like family tradition, or staying kind of within this set box of this is how things have always been done and therefore they must continue on this way. But because this is in reverse, this I feel is really breaking free from the mould of what other people have conditioned us consciously or unconsciously to believe about ourselves or about who we should be in the world and that's what that's what uh is really the the opposite of perfectionism is real authenticity of who are you when you are not adhering to what you think you should be who are you when you are just showing up outside of other people's expectations of who they want you to be who are you when you are just showing up fully with all of your weirdness all of your rawness and just being totally honestly okay with that. Who are you when you are not conforming to that, to, to other people's expectations or society's expectations of you, of how you should look, of how you should dress, of how you should be and behave, of what your creation should look like or what your Instagram food should look like, for example. That's something else I've really been noticing is like this, this culture where perfectionism kind of seems to be encouraged is like we have to make our Instagram feeds look really fancy and nice all the time and yes there's a part of me that appreciates a good Instagram feed and there's a part of me that wants to create that as well but I I you know going back to what I was saying in the beginning about div divinity and humanity and accepting both of those parts of ourselves the, the divine the perfect the high quality the beauty the brilliance within us but also the raw dark human side of us that that fucks up sometimes. I say that in quotations because you know it's it's that's a distorted perspective on it of you know if you make mistakes saying to yourself I've fucked it up but really you haven't really fucked it up you've just been your human self your ordinary self but yes we have these two things the the, the, the cosmic the perfect and also the very ordinary the very ordinary parts of ourselves that are just kind of showing up in the world as we are and I really feel like this came out to remind us not to Feel like we have to stay stuck in this mold of what other people expect us to be or how we used to be and just really free ourselves of that stop placing so much pressure on ourselves to stay the same or to be a certain type of person or believe that we have to look a certain way and just totally be be willing to experiment outside of the box be willing to experiment outside of the box and for you experimenting outside of the box might mean taking imperfect action on something that you've been thinking about or doing something that you know is going to require you to release some self-judgment but you're going to go do it anyways like wearing different clothes or you know saying and expressing yourself in the 
way that you've always wanted to, for example. And then we also have the Eight of Cups, which this is just a card to me of, of true, truly walking away. Walking away and letting go of something that once we were very accustomed to, something that once kind of gave us this sense of safety. And again, this speaks of let, being able to let go of control and kind of walk, walk into this, this more mysterious place. Like over here, he's kind of walking into the, the depths of the mountains, into the shadows of not really knowing what this looks like or where he's going, but doing so with the absolute faith that what you're leaving behind is something that's meant to be relinquished. Like there's certain things on our path that, that serve us in keeping us safe for a certain amount of time. Like for example, when on my channel I was more reluctant to share more parts of myself, that was actually, you know, supportive of what I was experiencing at that time because I, I didn't want to share those aspects of myself and it was keeping me safe because I didn't have to be more vulnerable and that was kind of like a familiar thing for me. And that's, that served me, served me up until I decided that was no longer something that I wanted to hold on to. That served me until I realized, actually, I don't want to hold on to shame anymore. And so different, different emotions, different experiences, they have their place until a certain point, until we're ready to release them, until we're ready to experience something beyond that. Um, and especially when it pertains to shame, you know, there's a certain point at which you've got to say to yourself, I'm so sick of holding this in. I'm so sick of feeling like there's something wrong with me or I'm so tired of not sharing myself with other people for fear that they're going to judge me or fear that I'm not going to be seen as lovable just as I am. And we have to really know that the fear is valid because it's like your your ego's way of keeping you safe, but it's no longer going to help you if you want to expand on your journey. So this is recognizing where those little mechanisms that our ego has created to keep us safe, like perfectionism as kind of a buffer for rejection, because if we make things that are really good all the time, then people will can't not love us, right? Um, and just recognizing the different mechanisms and seeing that they are non-value added so that we can really walk away from them and um, experience more total authenticity, more freedom in being who we are and being okay with that. And then we finally have the emperor that came out as well. The emperor is someone that I feel really enjoys. It's kind of like the masculine, the intensely masculine part of us that likes getting things done, things must be done in this way, and kind of this this kind of uh, rigid energy. And I feel like this is here to remind us not to believe that we have to plan things out all of the time. This is actually helping us to recognize the part of us that wants to control and knowing that sometimes he's very useful, like to do things logically or to get things done and to really get your head down and get tasks done. He is very, this aspect of us is very, very needed, especially when we're dealing with linear time and we have to get things done on the deadline or go to different appointments or different meetings or whatever. This part of us is very helpful because it's the more disciplined aspect of ourselves. But I feel like sometimes there's a shadow to this that we're being asked to look at of what happens and what has happened to you when you become so disciplined and rigid about who you think you are, how you think you should behave. And that's what keeps us stagnant. That's what stops us from really evolving into you know, the core rawness of who we are and experimenting with who we are in different shapes and different forms and different expressions is this rigidity. This rigidity is kind of like the example of 
the lady in the women's circle who felt like she would look in the mirror and just have to nitpick and be like do I look presentable today like it's okay to go to the shop looking like this even if I'm wearing like tracksuit bottoms and you know do I look okay that's the kind of rigidity that it's time to loosen up and shake free from and understand that rigidity rigidity when it comes to your expression rigidity when it comes to like planning things okay that might be helpful sometimes because you know you need to get things done on time you need to get your head down and focus and whatnot and be determined blah, blah blah but rigidity when it comes to your expression i feel is very unhelpful so where are you being rigid with your self-expression and where can you really relax and soften more into um your realness like who are you really where is your funny and weird and quirky self just waiting, waiting to come out, whether that's through your work or with your friendship group or with your family or wherever, where is that part of you that's just a little bit more unconventional, again, you know, stepping outside of convention, stepping outside of what is deemed to be normal, where is the totally crazy part of you just dying to come out, that is just dying to be uh, shared with the world, like your unique essence where is that waiting to come out and why are you holding yourself back from that coming out we want your uniqueness like i totally i totally want your uniqueness okay i love i love weird people like i honestly really do like anyone anyone that i've i've met and anyone that i've really resonated with and clicked with they've always been so weird and i absolutely love that They've always just said like the most random things and had the weirdest sense of humour, but I've always just fucking adored it because no one, no, we didn't come here to be the same. We didn't come here all to be the same, to dress the same, to do the same kinds of things with our lives, to have the same kinds of expressions, the same kinds of thoughts, the same kinds of opinions. No, we didn't come here for that. We came here to add our unique essence into the world because let's be real, if we're all meant to be the same, then God's source creator would have made us all the same and we would all just be these little robots and you couldn't differentiate between us because we'd all just be the same. But the fact that he created you in his own unique divine way, whatever you refer to this godlike essence as, whether you know it's he, she, whatever, it really doesn't matter. They're all linguistic labels at the end of the day. Uh, whatever you refer to it as, you were created as you are with things that are inherently unique to you like a way of behaving different mannerisms that are just like totally yours and this is not something to be ashamed of you you might have uh the shadow side certain qualities that you have but so does everyone so does everyone like for example someone that's more spontaneous and impulsive the shadow side of that is that sometimes you might make careless decisions or reckless decisions someone might be very shy and introverted and find pleasure in stillness and quiet and introspection the shadow side to that is maybe not letting other people in so everything there's duality in everything there is duality within everyone and there's contradictions within everyone and i feel like i've just put the cards away but what i what i really liked about the cards that just came out is that we have to be okay with contradictions that exist within ourselves like want if you want to have more uh fluidity in your expression and be less rigid about who you are and who you think you should be you have to be okay with being contradictory like some days you might decide that i feel like doing this i feel like creating this or i feel like behaving this way another day 
you might be behaving the complete opposite or feeling the complete opposite. Can you be okay with navigating and balancing those different contradictions inside of yourself? And that's really what I feel like this. That's why I feel like there's been so much chaos and calm in the air around this eclipse season. It's because we have to become okay with the different tensions that are pulling us in different directions. Our greatness, our lightness, but also our darkness. And not, sh not clinging on to any one part of it, like clinging on to just wanting to be great all the time, being really confident all the time, or not dwelling on our darkness or dwelling on our insecurities, but just being okay with all of the tension and movement that exists between all of these different things. Knowing that some days you can be secure, some days you can feel insecure, some days you're going to have lovely thoughts, some days you're going to have critical thoughts, some days you're going to be happy, some days you're going to be sad. This is all part of the experience that we must integrate so that we are just present with all of it. We are just present with all of it. We are present with whatever we're experiencing. Not getting too hooked on any of it. Not getting too hooked on an idea of who you are. I think I'm going to end the weekly groceries here because I'm getting a little bit chilly and I just want to sit oh wow oh my god I didn't even realize this has been one hour 20 minutes <laughs> it's a longie anyways thank you so much for being here I am so happy that you joined me today to do this little ritual with me and for receiving me for receiving my expression for showing up for yourself today and you know commenting down below what you want to release what's something that you want to just relinquish some self-judgment around and for really taking ownership over your reality and the way that you see yourself. Because that's something we can always do. Always, always, always do. The power is always in your hands to do that. So overall, thank you so much for joining me today. You can find me over on Instagram at Relight with Catherine. Um, and also start listening to the weekly groceries on spotify podcasts if you would like to listen to this in audio version that will be available to you as well but it's quite nice you know that we can we can interact here within this physical space together and that's why i kind of like choosing different backgrounds to evoke different kinds of energies that we can tap into so i'm very thankful for oh my god i never asked you how your week was i'm sorry how was your week and what is something that you're feeling grateful for I'm feeling really grateful for what I was about to say is this earth, this earth, this, I feel like earth is probably the element that I connect with the least, but it's also something that is just, you know, it's because I feel like there's still a part of me that needs to be able to be a bit more grounded and tap more into the grounded energy because my energy can be very frenetic sometimes, but you know, I really appreciate earth. I appreciate earth. I appreciate this dirt in my hands and just the loveliness that nature shows us. That's what I'm grateful for this week. So thanks for being here and I will see you next time. Goodbye everyone.